When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. W- what is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? Down! Ready! Down! Set! Hut! 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 Hit me! Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch! Nom, 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 nom! It's time for the Soonerscoop.com postgame show presented by Eskridge Lexus in Oklahoma City. Eskridge Lexus is the official travel partner of Soonerscoop.com podcasts. Now, here's your road crew, Carrie, Eddie, and Bob, wrapping up all the action and reaction from this week's game. All right, welcome back. It is the Eskridge Lexus post-game podcast from Soonerscoop.com. And, well, now we're the road crew because we'll be heading to UCLA, uh, LA, actually, on Thursdays. The Sooners uh, 2-0. and uh, They beat South Dakota tonight 70-14. to uh, I think I had picked 56-6 to as the final. So 70 points, even surprising for me. I don't know, what was the highest anybody predicted? Uh, Eddie and Bob joining us. You had 66? 66. 66. 66-14. You had 66-6? Yeah. Did you just do that to be an ass? (laughs) It's worked out that way. Uh, Somewhat. Well, you were closer than I was, so I can't uh, give you any grief. Uh, Anyway. I I basically predicted the entire game, because not only did I put... Uh, they'd oh, have did you three turnovers. Theoes would burst through an entire three turnovers. Defense and me, score a thirty-seven yard touchdown. I'll just read to you what I. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. I had three turnovers. I had uh, one of the three freshman wide receivers scoring a touchdown. They all did. They all three did. Yeah. So, uh, and then I also had one other interesting prediction that I can't remember now. I'll have to look it up and see. It wasn't a bookie pick six. It wasn't a bookie <laughs> pick six. I can guarantee you that, but. Uh, <laughs> I thought he played well. Obviously, he had the turnover. He had the pick six. But is there not some kind of uh, irony in that it was against an FCS opponent? Is there any at all? I, I, I turned don't, to I, don't I turned say... to Dylan Bucky and I was like, of course he would have a good game tonight because people would just bitch and moan I'm like, oh, why can't he do that against somebody good? See, I don't I don't look at it that way because I, I this is a defense that hasn't made a damn play against anybody in forever. Sure, I don't care if it was a high school team. Like, no, see yeah, someone catch an interception and return it for a touchdown. That's almost a miracle after the last couple. of he years. He was close last year against TCU down in Fort Worth, and then remember he didn't he didn't pick it off and. He drops it, and the game changes completely, mm-hmm. and they go into the shootout mode after that. But, uh, I mean, it is what it is. It it was exactly, I think, what a lot of people thought it would be, isn't it? I mean, just as far as the points scored, the defense played. I don't know, know if, if I can. Th- I, can I say well? Is, is well even? I mean, they were good, I guess. Good enough. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the 14 points came against backups, essentially. I mean, this was a game you didn't want any surprises. You wanted it to go exactly the way you thought it would, because that would mean everyone played, the, the stars played a half, 
That means Spencer Rattler, Tanner Mordecai came in. That means no one got injured. I thought Tanner That's Mordecai exactly looked really want. good. Like he he when he threw the ball, it's like he threw it with purpose. Yeah. Like he put himself behind those passes. I, I thought both quarterbacks looked a little bit better than Jalen Hurts tonight. <laughs> I mean, is that okay to say? I was. He just listening. seemed he seemed very tentative as far as like I don't want to throw an interception. Like he's gonna, they're gonna have to beat the Nick Saban out of this. And he guy. just kind of chunked it up there a couple times. Yeah, there was a yeah. I uh, I was listening to the radio on the way home, um, getting ready to do my own radio, just to see what was going on. There were several callers that were of the. Oh, we got a quarterback controversy now. Spencer Rattler gonna become the starter variety. Okay, let's pump the brakes. He was doing it against. Uh, <laughs> I mean, now he was doing it against a team that was tired as hell it seemed like in the fourth quarter but i will say that ball even, that that ball comes out of his hand differently than anybody else on it was team. four of four for 50 yards and a touchdown Do you like lincoln call him a puppy in the postgame press yeah <laughs> bestiality i don't know um it his the ball does come out of his hand just i mean it's like oh god that's that's what you want right there i think you know it's it kind of sucks because you know we have to go down if we don't go down at a certain point of time which is like seven minutes left and we can't get on the elevators and at ou the ele there's no stairs that go all the way to the ground like some places like baylor you can go all the way down on the stairs but you can't do that at OU, so you have to get in the elevator. And that's really when, you know, Spencer was kind of taken over. And I, so I didn't really get to see it was beautiful. everything. But I got to see pretty much all of Tanner Mordecai, and I was impressed with him. No, yeah, Except yeah for I, his I thought first he played pass. well. Yeah, and I think that was one of those things that he just kind of, he threw it into the ground. I don't think there's any <laughs> way other way to say it. I, he just, he threw it into the ground. Yeah, it was definitely nerves. Or he doesn't want Drake to catch the ball, one of the two. You were very impressed with Drake's uh, hair flip. Oh my god, I'm going to put a gif I'm going to put a gif up of it. It was <laughs> erotic. Read saw the TV, the video board, read the replay of that. Yeah. It was something. It was uh Bryce Harper-esque. I compared it to Josh Reddick on Twitter, but uh -huh. I don't Harper just has so much hair. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to replicate or yeah. duplicate that. I did see, I saw Bob in the tunnel coming out and said hello. This is new book will be coming out this week. Indeed. Oh, that's right. It comes out uh, the 10th, Monday. September 10th. Yeah. Monday. The 10th. Wow. Tuesday. Oh, yeah, today. Today's we're, the 7th. We've already, the 8th now, well, officially. The 8th, I, looked, I looked down and saw the 8th. That's my bad. Uh, so, anyway, back to the game tonight. Here, and this is what I said before uh, it happened. I almost feel like we need to do stock up or stock down. We will after this. But one of the things that I talked about in my prediction was that I wanted to see more Kennedy Brooks tonight because I just felt like he wasn't in football shape yet. Uh, I did not say I want to see a lot of Ramondre Stevenson, too, because he was a badass tonight. But both of those guys, I mean, like nobody's bitching about Trey Sermon. No, I don't want to replace Trey Sermon. But at the same time, man, it's good to see Kennedy Brooks out there running like his old self. Yeah, he, I, I thought he ran the ball really well tonight. There was a couple times that I thought he was going to break one off there early in the, uh, I want to say it was the second quarter. Uh, I don't know, though. Like, Kennedy Brooks runs like am I, you're holding a controller and like you're picking the perfect you know, hole just, to run through every What was time. the word that... Uh, Riley used last year uh, glides, and he really does just kind of glide. Like, it doesn't like look like a he's Sunday walking your dog. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 
Ramondre Stevenson is a he's a he's a beast. You know what? You know what, he's he, a hall of a person. You know who he is? He is a more physical Damian Williams. Damn it! I was about to. I was gonna <laughs> say that. I was gonna say that. That's, that's exactly. That's no. what he reminds he's, me. He's of. about probably five inches taller. Not five inches. Yeah, I mean he's rounder. He's he's just a bowling ball. Yeah, but he's not a bowling ball because he's he's a like he I outran everybody for seventy five yards. It, it was. Well. It's hard to. It's hard to. <laughs> it was the backup <laughs> It looked good though. It looked good yeah. doing it. All all three of them found the end zone after Jalen Hurts tried to steal all their touchdowns last week. Yeah, and that's that's why. I mean, you're right. I mean, that's why I thought it was important for the running backs to get involved because Jalen Hurts sucked up all the running yards. Like Trey Sermon was going to have a great day on the ground last week, and then here comes Jalen Hurts sucking up all the running yards. So, and for this young offensive line. I was talking to J.D. Runnels earlier about this. Like, you want to be able to say, okay, we're going to call a running play. It's third and two. We need to pick this up. Like, we need to open a hole and let a guy run through it. Like, we need to practice that. We need to get good at that. Because the offensive line over the last few years was really good at that. And this, you can't say that this offensive line is good at that yet. And we saw some of that tonight. And we saw a lot of holding calls. Oh, God. As that left, left tackle position. I just, I just kept looking at Bill Beatonbow on the sidelines like, this oh, guy's about to like? combust. He, he kept his calm pretty much uh, throughout, but I can't imagine that's going to be a fun rewatch because they, I don't know. I mean, is Marquis Hayes that big of a deal that he... He, he shouldn't have been, not against this team. No, shouldn't, no, not at all. I mean, they put R.J. Proctor in there in his place. By the way, Bob, uh, you, did, uh, you did document this <laughs> correct starting lineup tonight on the on the big board I, I oh did they I well they to, probably they probably listened to the pod that's what i said i, I guarantee you they listened <laughs> to the pod to see if hayes was listed as so starter. joe castiglione if you were a part of that greg tipton kenny mossman whoever thank you for finally giving us an up-to-date i'm sure it, those parents were just ecstatic <laughs> i mean eric swenson that's the first time he was on the yeah. video well, no, Proctor. No, it was Proctor yes, was the first Proctor time. Proctor first Swinson's time. who they lied about last week. Yes. But they didn't lie to us this week. Well, did they have Jalen Redmond? They had Jalen Redmond in the starting lineup, right? They had Stokes, and, Red, and it was Redmond who actually oh, started. Oh, poor Jalen Redmond's family. Got to be devastated. I bet tonight. he's already in the portal. Okay, uh, I tell you what, let's go uh, to uh, our good friends at Ed, uh, Ed, 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 let's go to Eskridge Lexus. Ed Eskridge uh, works at, at Lexus uh, because it's time for this. Eskridge Lexus is all about embracing the best. That's why they are the official travel partner of the Soonerscoop.com podcasts. So it's time for us to recognize the Sooners best with our Eskridge Lexus player of the game. I have some bad news for you guys. Ed Eskridge is not going to allow us to drive a Lexus out to L.A. You know, as much as I would love to drive a Lexus out to L.A. because that back seat would be so comfortable, I think That's, the plane will will do. What would that be, like 18 hours or Ooh. something? Probably, yeah. I would think so. I mean, I've that never would, made that I drive. Wanna, I've never made I, that We'd want to kill each other. Shit, we've, we've drove to Phoenix. Driven. How, driven. How, much, how, much, how long was that? Well, we would, Phoenix is 14 hours. It's not that. But the problem is, Carrie, we'll never do the drive that we did from Phoenix to San Antonio. Neither that was, of us are that young worst, anymore. Yeah. That's, the, that's the most. Again, I don't know why you were bitching. I drove the entire way while you slept 
from Phoenix in the middle of the we night been, to San Antonio. We could have Antonio. been kidnapped by the cartel. We could have been... That was the fun part, is Eddie sitting there. Because, like, you'd be driving and, and we went through the check station, which we loved. You love going through the check station, but you knew you were driving right on the border. And every once in a while, like, four-wheelers would pop out of the woods. And I'd be like, Eddie, that's the cartel. And he was freaked out. It could have been. It could have been my but time. They could have hijacked our car. I mean, we would have... But it I would have been like, all right, actually, all right. It if was, you're going to kill me, at least let me do a little bit of this Colombian cocaine real It was quick. actually the DEA. It wasn't the cartel. No, yeah. I, I will say, though, and I'll say it until I die, that car that was in front of us, somebody's in prison. Somebody's oh, the one in that prison was like the, riding down. the hoopty or yeah. whatever, yeah. It was a Acura a RL, I believe, and the trunk was on the ground. Not good for them. Yeah, it was. They they stock were down, stock down for that them. whole car was strip searched that night. There's no doubt about it. Stock was down. I can't even remember who ended up committing at the Army game that year. Uh, I mean, it. We drove from. That wasn't uh, the Joe Mixon year. No, because no. Mixon was from uh, New Orleans. Super we drove Bowl. over there. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. It. I guarantee you, it was somebody that was a, ended up being nobody. Well, that would have been 2010 then, right? That would have been after UConn. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I bet that was Trey Matwire. That's why he asked me for a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, play of the game. I think there's there's several candidates. Oh, play of the game. Number one for me is the Buki interception. Not the Jaden Hazelwood. Uh, you know, no, just because it like it's kind of like I was listening to you and JD the on the way over here. It, it's kind of like one of those things that he needed that. I think this defense needed that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a good, very good point. And I will, I will say, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but there's no way that those freshmen aren't contributors by the end, of, like actual, honest to god contributors. I I think I tweeted this on the scoop account. Maybe it was my own personal account. It probably was because it was kind of opinion. But that's so why I asked Jalen Hurts after the game about it. I could really see, like, if this offense wants to get as down and dirty and, and difficult as it can be, get Jaden Hazelwood ready to be your number two receiver. Because you put him and CeeDee Lamb operating at a very high level together on the same football field. That would have to My be God. the two biggest wide receivers OU's had on the field at the same time with, with actual talent. <laughs> and, you know, I... Yeah, we're not talking not, Dahoo Green. Yeah, da like, I'm Dallas talking guys Todd. that could be... Dallas Todd. Guys that will play in the NFL at some point. Yeah. A.D. Miller dropped a pass tonight. You should have caught he also had like a 25-yarder, though. He was interfered. He was interfered. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It was. That was really <laughs> bad, actually. Okay, I'll stop shitting on A.D. Miller. <laughs> but if, if Buki's taken, I'll go with C.D. Lamb's catch over the shoulder as he's falling on his knees. That was something. Yeah. I oh, mean, there was, the, just, was that first quarter? Yes. Yeah. That was something. Let's face it. It was just huge for C.D. Lamb to have a night like he had tonight. Exactly. Like, he needed a night where he was just like, I'm C.D. Lamb. His little thing about... Who wants to sex the C.D.? His little thing like after, he, uh, after he catches the ball and then just kind of stands there, that's like the most demeaning thing I've ever seen somebody do. <laughs> He's good at that, too. He just like, And I think it's because of the penalty that he got uh, in Manhattan last year. 
Lubbock with a Lubbock. bad, no, bad, bad night. That's for right. Him. Yeah, yeah. That when he got the double. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. He got the he got he got he got a penalty for pushing a guy off of him, and then he got a penalty for arguing with the ref about it. Yep. Thirty yards. He went six for one forty-four and the touchdown tonight. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, and it was good to see. I thought it was. A, am I wrong, or did you feel like it was a concerted effort to to have Jalen Hurts throw the long ball tonight? I thought they tried to let him air it out a couple times, and a couple times it just looked like he. I don't know. It just. It almost seemed like he just did not want to make any mistakes. And I think that that's probably something that was pounded into his brain in Tuscaloosa. And, you know, I was, I was talking to a couple of guys down there on the sidelines just as far as sometimes you just got to let it let it fly. Yeah. And that's what Kyler and Baker were so good about. They Sometimes they would just stand no back conscience. there and just, just zing it. And they had the arm strength, obviously, to make every throw. And I don't know, maybe Jalen just can't make those throws. But he's going to have to at some point, and he's going to be asked to, especially if you're, you know, backed up in the Cotton Bowl at a third and eight, and you need to make a play or wherever. If you're going to be the team that they think they can be, you're going to have to make some of those plays, and you're going to have to let it air it out at some point. And since Josh isn't here, that was the point he was making in the unofficial forty that you can see there's still some parts of hurts his game where you wonder. Will that hurt the Sooners down the road? And the, the Miller throw is a great example. If that's thrown on the money, mm-hmm. that's a touchdown. That shouldn't even but it was still, if he throws that to C.D. Lamb, there's a pretty good chance he comes down with that. Well, yeah, that was a good enough throw. Them, it was a good enough yeah, throw. Basically, it was like t- going yeah. right through him. Okay, uh, C.D. Lamb, they probably call it defensive pass or uh, offense. Yeah, defensive pass <laughs> interference. Offensive pass interference because he would have been the catcher, the guy catching. Um, Okay, so I want to remind you guys, uh, Ed Eskridge over at Eskridge Lexus in Oklahoma City. EskridgeLexus.com, look them up. If you guys uh, are looking for a luxury car, I, you know, I, you can't go wrong with a Lexus. I mean, I've had one uh, forever. Love it. Uh, we'll be getting Lexuses forever because they're just such great cars. Eddie and I have been on many adventures in it. He's even puked in it. Um, That's a fact. Uh, so That might have been the same trip. <laughs> not maybe. Uh, so... Go to go to Lexus. Go to Eskridge Lexus. Uh, let them know that you're uh, a listener or a member of Sooner Scoop, uh, and uh, let them know, and he will take care of you. You'll get a special uh, wink, wink scoop discount that other people don't get, and uh, they will take care of you. So go see Ed uh, at Eskridge Lexus, and uh, I'm telling you, fantastic cars. They've got. We're going to be driving them to uh, high school games and uh, road games this year, so we'll be telling you all season about the new models of 2020s are starting to come in. And uh, we took a lot of different Lexuses last year, loved all of them. Uh, they were all great cars. So thanks to uh, Eskridge Lexus for uh, being a sponsor of this fine podcast. Okay, stock up and stock down. I think it's just important we just go ahead and kind of go, let's start on the defensive side uh, because we've talked about Buki. We know stock is up there. There's There's no need to even bring his name up. Uh, but as we said, Jalen Redmond got the start tonight. Uh, you know, Kenneth Murray was out there doing his thing. Neville Gallimore forces a fumble. But let's start with uh, Bob because he seems to be chomping at the bit. I'll go. Give me two guys stock up on defense. Two? Okay, that's gonna, that might make it tough for the rest of you guys. I'll go Deshaun White for, for one, where last week Ryan Jones was in that second series of the game. White? Kind of solidified himself a, li- a little bit. So stock up, stock up is what you're saying yeah, for him. Yeah, for White, he had that big, the big hit, and on the very next play, he had his first career sack, and 
he felt more comfortable. Looks like he could be a guy. Okay, so let's do it this way. One stock up, one stock down, and we'll go around. Stock down, I think this is the the glaring one right now is at the safety position, mm-hmm. and it was Delarian Turner Yell's night where Pat, it was off. Yeah, where Fields had the off night against Houston. Turner Yell missed a lot of tackles, and even when he did hit, those guys didn't go down. They just bounced off him. He creamed one guy and just didn't wrap him up, and he just he just continued running around the edge. And he had, like, two bad plays in a row there. Like, last week, he threw a guy down, got a penalty. This week, he... I don't know if that affected him or what, but he just... He had a very off night, I thought. I think you're right. And he was that close to pick six, but was, wasn't yeah. able to finish. Edward, young Edward... Okay, I'll go stock up, and I'll. It's gonna kind of be a strange one because it might be a little unfair that he was he played so well because it was so late in the game. I'm, I'm you're gonna steal my guy. I think uh, I thought Jaden Davis looked okay, really good. Okay, no, you didn't steal my guy. <laughs> I thought Jaden Davis he looked did. really good. He did. Uh, and it might just be the situation, but when you have an opportunity to pick the ball off and you come down with it, I noticed that kind of stuff. We, we were walking from the elevator down to the field. What happened on the pick? on the pick six that I know it's called called back but what did he yeah. do to make that pick six happen was it something I think he just stepped in front of it if I okay. remember correctly uh I was kind of blocked out so I'm gonna have to go back and actually see what happened but uh I he made a pretty good break on the ball I, I want to say and just happened to I the next thing I know he's starting to run with the ball uh and it, it, he might have actually the ball actually might have hit the ground I, I I couldn't tell but the pick that he actually made that was a nice play. That was a really that's nice a play. that's a play yeah. that we haven't seen corners make consistently around here and he in a fought while. For the football, correct. Which you haven't seen. I think Trey Brown's the only guy that I would say fights for the football like that. All right, stock down. It's a little unfair too, probably just because he's, uh, I guess, still getting his feet underneath him a little bit. But uh, I, I think that they're going to need a little bit more from uh, from Dylan Famatu. Yeah, uh, and that's probably just me He's trying coming to coming back from injury. Yeah, and it, that's probably me just being a little bit of an asshole. Of, yeah, and just trying to find somebody that's different uh, than than everybody else. But you know, I I think as a whole, we can all agree that the safety position needs needs some work. So maybe if yeah. if I can go one A and then one B, just the safety position as a whole. But yeah. we really shouldn't be surprised. Like Alex Grinch is consistently since the start of spring uh he even said he spring needs ball, more guys back spring there. ball yeah. they do not have very many safeties down there and so now i think what we might be learning i know fields and turner yell are that much better than everybody else is the fact is the depth just isn't there and two guys had to be the starters to begin the season i feel like you guys have left me with the best stock down the most obvious stock down uh, and I'm going to start with that. I really one. don't know who you. I don't know who I, I it would don't be. know who you're talking about. Really, I really don't. Mark Jackson. Was he in? Was he in long enough? <laughs> well, that's why his stock is down. He didn't oh, come just, in until the just, end of the game. Like he it's was just a, a real, starter. He wasn't even on the two deep though. I know. Like I, I guess it's just confirmation but of what not, we thought. Yeah, he's not hurt. I mean, they they just right. don't like him. It's like he came in when the scrubs came in at the end of the game. Not like. He came in when the twos came in or yeah. when they started scoring their their touches. He no, it, came it in when the game was decided. <laughs> he came in after, like, he was one play before kneel down. That's yeah. when he came in the game. It might just be a situation that they like other... I mean, it's it's very obvious. They like the longer 
guys that can go. They and, like John Michael Terry's athleticism a lot more than they like his. Because he's not, I've never really thought of Mark Jackson as a quick twitch guy. You know who's a guy that probably needs to get uh, mentioned in this for a little bit of stock up is David Wegbu. Ah, oh, you I took thought, my guy. Yeah, you yeah. Let me have my yet, you mother. <laughs> oh, that's my fault. God damn it. <laughs> my bad. See, I used the F bomb and the GD. I'm so mad. My bad. I I, I completely well, see, thought we were done. See, here's what I was gonna do. I was gonna give it to to just because Josh came out and celebrated Parnell Motley tonight oh, on did Twitter. He? I was gonna say Josh's stock up was Parnell Motley, and I was gonna be smart and say David Aguebu because oh, man, I, he looked I so good. Coming in there up. late. I mean, he tattooed a guy out of he bounds. Did. Sure did. I mean, every time I looked down, he was bringing the wood. You walked me into that, though, because we were talking about longer players. Yeah. Like, I think that that's what they want, though. It's very obvious that's what they want, is it not? But it's like <laughs> we saw him and Joseph Wete uh, the days that we got to go out there and watch him. We're like, how the hell are these guys ever going to play? Oh, I, I put it on the board, I think. I was like, you know, Wete and... He, did he play tonight? I don't think he did. did Participation he? report says yes. With my eyes, I, I don't never remember. Saw, I never saw him. He would have come in when we were coming down on the elevators. Yeah, the problem. But, but we were there for that final drive down yeah. on the end when zone. When Mark Jackson came in. I don't remember seeing him at all. So, yeah, I mean, that. I mean, I think defensively, I mean, is there anybody that should be recognized? I mean, I think Motley we, has I played mean, well. Those three pass breakups... He just seems. Well, I thought to- we adequately recognized. You know what's weird is, and maybe this goes along with the Creed Humphrey thing, which we haven't talked about. Uh, you know, they had uh, was it Ian um, um, MacGyver? MacGyver. Yeah, I, think. I always want to say MacGyver. I think it's MacGyver or something. Uh, he's the walk-on backup center, and he came in. For Creed Humphrey, and he was playing in with the, the starters quarter. in the second yes. quarter. He was playing with the starters, so we, Bob and I, were up in the like. Well, that's weird. Like, and people were. I think Eric Bailey from the yes. Tulsa World came over, and he was like, "What's going on out there? Uh, did you guys see Creed Humphrey limp off or anything?" So we were wondering if he was injured, and I even went out of my way to to ask Lincoln Riley about it after the game. Like I know a lot of people asking you just to address Creed, uh, Creed Humphrey and his. He wasn't out there. MacGyver was out there with the starters. Was he okay? Oh yeah, he's fine. Now we wanted to get Ian some reps. He's done a great job. Now Creed's fine. Um, need to continue to develop some centers. And I thought Ian went in and did a heck of a job. And see, so I'm wondering, is the same? Is it the same situation with Jordan Parker and Trey Brown or Trey Brown? Like, it just seems like they take him out and then he's gone for a while. Almost like they. They're so scared of losing them if they yeah. if they get yeah. hurt, they might be a bigger piece of the puzzle right. than we all realize. Yeah. Oh, it, it definitely seemed like that was definitely like it was a. Um, what am I trying to th- say? Uh, it's like uh, they're they're planning for the worst as far as you know. If Creed gets hurt, somebody's gonna have to play center. They are, obviously, they are kind of screwed if he gets hurt. Uh, I will say I've seen uh, Tyrese Robinson work a little bit at, at and he did center. during the spring when and he was out. Like during pregame, he'll go do mm-hmm. the snapping to the to the quarterbacks and stuff. But um, you know, I thought McIver. I'd have to go back and look to see exactly how he played. I think he he kept leaving the ball up high for Spencer. Yes. Like all the yes, all the he snaps, did. he was jumping almost. But when they were scoring down in the red zone, he was at center. I mean, he when they were trying to yeah. cram it in, yeah. he was playing center yeah. then. Which I mean, I I think that. If you put it on an Oklahoma uniform, you should be able to block the nose guard that South Dakota ran out there tonight. Yeah. 
He looks like uh, he looks but like you a know guy what? that would be checking IDs at Logan's and letting a lot of underage in. You remember um, when Landry Jones was the quarterback and they couldn't? They were having problems in the red zone against Idaho State that one year. Yeah. And then the bell door yeah. was born. I mean, they literally could not get in the end zone because yeah. they couldn't blow people off the ball. So, I would also I mean, say that I don't think that, <laughs> and I say this with a qualifier because we're going to have to talk about the left tackle situation, but I don't think Beatenbow would put anybody just out there, you know, throw anybody yeah. out there to, yeah. that doesn't at least have his quote-unquote blessing. Okay, so let's go to offense, stock up, stock down. Uh, you want to go stock down? On Eric Swenson? Is that what you're saying? I, I think as a collective whole, we can just say the left tackle position needs to be evaluated. <laughs> not, 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 yeah. uh, not single anybody out? I mean, they went with Stacey Wilkins when they were going to mop-up duty Were time. they? Okay, yeah, I didn't notice I that. Just, I don't know if you know you can't put Stacey in there when it matters just yet, but that kind of makes you wonder where Michael Thompson is. Well, it also it also makes you believe I think that Finley Felix is not really an option at left tackle either. He he played right tackle, yeah, because he came in it. for Ely late mm-hmm. in the game. Yep. So it sounds like like he is his only option is to be a right tackle, which that's that's not uncommon. That's kind of like you remember Bobby Evans was a right tackle. He had to try and move to left tackle. They kept him at right tackle because they thought that was best, and they put Cody Ford at left tackle. I think I remember that right. Am I not? You're 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 flipping it. Cody Ford played right tackle. They moved Bobby Evans to left. Yes. Okay. But it took Bobby a lot longer. To yeah, adjust. I just remember there being all kinds of issues and stuff. Okay, so uh, your stock down, left tackle. Eddie, give me your stock up on offense. Oh, man, there, there are a lot. You can't say freshman from. receivers. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, you can't do group. I mean, you have to pick one. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're allowed them. to pick one. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just go ahead and run it. I'll, I'll take Jaden Hazelwood. Yeah, I, I think yeah. he could be a guy that... You get to go first. Dude. I will be shocked. I will be shocked if he's not a guy come a month from now that isn't a consistent... Like, you have to start game plan. He's too good yeah. to stay off the field. What's funny is Rambo's not bad. He is no, not, no, no, no. not played poorly. Like, they have good options. It's like just so many options. Who's going to be the odd man out? And who Who's going to be that guy? And I have a name that we need to... Actually, two names that need to be brought up uh, after we're done here. After we're done with this segment. Okay. Bob, I'll let you go uh, stock up on offense first. I'll go Tanner Mordecai. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I, I thought... Look really, I was really impressed with him tonight. When you watch that first throw and it's, <laughs> in, it's into the ground, you're like, put Rattler in now. Oh, I but, didn't say that. I no, was just like, stop no, throwing in the ground. But, you know, the way he performed after that and the fact that Lincoln let him run the offense instead of just like, let's go in the mop-up duty mode and just run it the entire time and try to get out of here. Mm-hmm. You actually let Tanner run the offense and you saw what he could do. You know what I mean? 114 yards, his first two career touchdowns. He looked comfortable. It looked like he understood exactly what he was being asked to do. You know how you pour out a drink for somebody that has departed? Yeah. Possibly he just threw it into the ground for Parrish Cobb. Just kind of, that was like his Pouring oath out for, his, for his Waco for his brethren. Waco. Cobb didn't go to Waco Midway, though, did he? Uh, no, he went no. to La Vega. Yeah. Houghton and Mordecai went to the same school. Okay. I don't know. Maybe not. Stock. Okay, stock down on offense, Bob. Stock down. That is really hard. Again, could it? I'm going to say Proctor because Proctor had a holding call from the left guard position. You know, he's the grad transfer. He's got all the ex- experience. You can't 
have those type of issues in games like this. You you got you got to play clean. Well, and it's one of those things too that it, it's not that big of a deal tonight. You get away with it. I mean, they converted a third and twenty two tonight for Christ's sake. But you do that, you know, against in against Iowa State or the Cotton Bowl or you know Bedlam or whoever. That could end up costing you a, a game or costing you a series if it's at, at the wrong time. All right, I'm going to go stock up. Uh, golly, I don't know which one to go with. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say Kennedy Brooks. I know Ramondre Stevenson had more yardage tonight, but it all came on that 75-yard drive. I thought Kennedy Brooks looked like the running back that we expect him to look tonight for the first time. Uh, he was just, he was vintage. I mean... I love watching him run. It's just like it is. What I used to call him the natural, didn't I? Didn't I tab him the natural? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. I got to see the natural tonight. I love it. I, I love getting to see him run the ball the way he runs it. Uh, and I would say stock down. It's kind of a cop out, but I'm going to go tight end position. Overall, we're not seeing that much from Grant Calcaterra. A little bit, but we're seeing nothing from Lee. Morris. Nothing from Lee. We're seeing more from Austin Stogner than we are those two. And that was really mop-up time again. I don't know that. It was like they harkened back to the opening. Well, you remember Grant didn't have a good start to last season either. I'm not sure what, why Well, remember why he got is. hurt. I mean, he, that Texas game, he came down on the football. Yeah, but I mean, but that's the sixth game of the year. But yeah. I mean, he was a slow starter. I, I'm not sure why that's not really gelling. Jalen Hurts and UCLA already. Bruins took it on the chin. FS1. San Diego State. Boy, they're going to sell that thing hard. Did you see the overhead photo? I, I retweeted uh, yes. Arash uh, Markazi's picture from oh, this the afternoon. stadium. It was not pretty. There's going to be more OU fans there next week. There won't even be a lot of them, but there'll <laughs> be enough. And he replied, <laughs> I think that was going to be the case, anyways. But <laughs> like after starting 0 2, those people are so done with Chip Kelly, I would imagine. He doesn't endear himself to the fans. Oh, you think he's going out and doing uh, freaking uh, oh, alumni he, events over yeah, the summer? No, no. Hell no. He's that guy that gets fired just like Mike Leach because he doesn't kiss babies. and. Oh, I, I definitely think that you're at the point that who's going to be the next head coach at UCLA? Maybe Graham Harrell? Well, I'll say this. Go across the town? It's going to be hard to get someone of any repute because his recruiting has fallen off a cliff. Like, Oh, remember we were talking about it on the unofficial 40 when they were like yeah. they 120th in, yeah. well, in remember, the recruiting there rankings? Was like, like it, it was like 2019 or 2020, I can't remember, when it was like, yeah. oh, you started yeah. out so hot. Yeah. Like They didn't even have, they didn't have a, a, they didn't have a single commit. Yeah. And oh, you had like 18 or something like that at one point. I just don't understand how you can be at a school like UCLA. I mean, kids want to go there. He's kind of like reverse Antonio Brown, isn't he? Who, Chip Kelly? Yeah. Kind of does whatever he wants to do. Didn't LaShawn McCoy say he's a racist? When he was with the Eagles? I don't don't remember. I don't know. We'll find out on Saturday next week. Basically, (laughs) it was basically anyone that had anything to do with what's his name, the white receiver from Florida. Oh, Riley Cooper. Riley Riley Cooper, Cooper, yeah. I think think that's where that stuff came from, to be honest. It might have. Okay, uh... I think we have to also recognize Theo Weiss. 
Yeah. And Trajan Bridges just individually. Oh, and Austin Stogner. They just, I mean, and it's Stock very F, easy I mean. to say it because it was late in the fourth quarter. Again, I think that they were playing against a very tired defense, but those guys just move so much more quickly than everybody else out there. It's, it's, it's like they're not freshmen. It's like they have that. It's kind of what you talked about last week, Carrie, just as far as that extra sense, that feel that they know where defenders are. They know where Spidey to, how to sense, yeah. yeah, they know how to get their bodies angled and, uh, you know, just, they basically know the game of football very well. What was weird is I've thought all along that Theo Weiss is not like he's the smallest in terms of muscle mass of the three receivers. Yes. Yet he's the one that carried the Dragged pile. Dragged half a team <laughs> into the end zone with him. I mean, it was amazing. I didn't know he had that in him. And then, I mean, like, did you notice in the post game? I know you guys were probably over interviewing other people. Lincoln Riley actually said what we've said all along about Trajan Bridges is like, he competes harder than any other player on the roster. Trajan Bridges is, I think you can label him as a dog. I, and yeah. We've seen very small sample size, but... I felt really bad when his first catch was for a yard tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Bridges like, oh, is just man. one of those guys that, like, he probably I would... He would cut your throat out to win a football game or to grab a football from you. I thought Theo's was for minus three yards. Was it? Because <laughs> he's got two catches for 34 yards. He's got a 37-yard yeah. touchdown. Yeah, yeah. It was then, so yeah. It's not like they had glamorous no, first catches. I mean, I mean, I was shocked twice tonight. I mean, Theo's was shocking, but Jaden Hazelwood's, you know, first what was that thirty-seven yard or whatever it ended up being? That was shocking too. I mean, just the explosion and the uh, just the violence, you know, that you see at like you like you also wonder Theo's not a big guy, but Jaden Hazelwood's not a he's a little bit bigger, but not that big to just be that violently explosive on a football field. You're just like, where is that coming from? They're just really good football players. I don't <laughs> think there's any other way to say it. I mean, they... And it's it's kind of weird because I think that they're very... Would it be wrong to say that like they're not very similar to CD as far as the way he goes after the football? Does that make sense? Other than just being kind of freakish in their own ways, like I was impressed by CD's punt returns tonight. Yeah. probably as much as I was. Oh, as, I thought he. I thought that one was going to be taken club. back to the house. He was. He was a shoelace away. Although it's, I mean, that's like you know, Sterling always kind of had that. I always thought he kind of had that. Oh shit, kind of thing in his brain. Like CD, he was running so fast through people tonight. I was like, kind of like oh, that's not good for your future. Like if you're going to keep returning punts like that like he just devil may care he just ran as fast as he could right into traffic i know it's been a kind of a topic on the board but is everybody cool with that with him returning punts if he does it well i just but not as if far he, as he keeps fielding it at the five and runs backward and loses three yards i'm not okay with that i mean what about if he gets hurt doing it mm -hmm. you're gonna look back and say well why, why was Sterling he out there it. yeah and they've they've made a history of DD their West best guys. Did it. Back Jalen there, Saunders yeah. did it. I know. Yeah. You just want you. It's better than kickoff. I mean, if it were kickoff, I'd have an issue. I'm just trying to get Drake Stoops back there. I want him to return the punts. That was cool when he lined up to receive that punt, and yeah. then he called a fair catch and tried to run it. <laughs> Start the run. No, I, I think he was like doing this, like he was doing like an incomplete thing. Yeah, to like, like get, get away. away from uh -huh. it. And, and I think he was going to try thing. and fool him. I don't know. They didn't let him. I'm glad. I mean, That's I thought penalty, they were going to throw a penalty, but they didn't throw a penalty. You know, so. you don't throw a penalty on Bob Stoops on at Owen Field when he's standing in the tunnel. 
And he's probably like, so uh, you want to go? You want to rep my NFL league, my XFL? Yeah, we'll give you 500 extra bucks. <laughs> well, if that were true, there would have been about half the number of penalties that there were tonight, especially on the offensive line holding. Sooners with 12. Yeah, it was ugly. Yeah, that was one of the first things Lincoln talked about when he came to the podium. He's like, I don't like the 12 no, penalties. They, they got to clean that shit up. I mean, that's. That's the kind of stuff. It didn't cost them tonight, obviously. But they went from, they they degressed. That's the thing that I thought was most surprising. First game, we were all like, wow, the offensive line didn't look like shit like some of the others did. Now they kind of look like shit tonight. They kind of became, they went back to like week zero Florida, Miami. And we could say that with 733 yards of total offense. Uh, I know, I know. I said something to and Dylan. Like five eighty at half, or some crazy at halftime. I said something to Dylan during like the. It was right at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Look up, and they have six hundred and eighty-three yards of total offense. It's like God. I. But then again, I mean, I guess that stuff's going to happen though when you're converting third and twenty-twos and. And you have so many penalty yards, you got to get those yards back. Yeah, and you have two holding penalties on the same drive, and you still convert for a touchdown. I mean, it was a little ridiculous, but I mean. Look, it shows you, OU, it is, if I'm anybody else, if I'm te- I'm a Texas fan, if I'm an Oklahoma State fan, and I'm watching that game night, which I wasn't because it was on pay-per-view, and my team was playing, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off when I look and see how much young talent Oklahoma has. Like, that's just not fair if you're another team. It's funny, during the fourth quarter, all those freshmen are getting reps, and, you know, they're getting new guys in there that we really haven't seen, and... They just all look different. And I that I don't think that's going to surprise anybody that, you know, is on the board or anything like that because, uh, obviously, I mean, we're kind of a recruiting website. But, yeah. like, Woody Washington looks different than anybody they have out there. He looked crazy out there. Bob and I were talking, like, I don't... I didn't ask Alex Rich. I need to ask him, like, what was the impetus, you know, behind moving him to safety. And maybe, you know, just because we haven't seen him, uh, but... You know, we saw him out there the first day of practice when they let us out there, and he's working with the corners. And we were like, man, that's the kind of guy they've been needing around here for a long. So I'm sure they saw him, and they're just like, look, we think he fits more as a safety. Uh, but I don't know. You see him at, at, at safety, and you're just like, boy, as, as short as they are at corner, loved it. And as good as Jaden Davis played tonight, you think he's about his equal. I mean, coming out of high school, they were similarly ranked guys. I was pretty impressed by Jaden Davis. Yeah. You wonder how Trey Norwood affected the dominoes. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't think about that. That'd be the question. If Trey Norwood would still help, was still healthy, would Woody Washington be a corner for you? But then you see Robert Barnes come in the game and you yeah, realize they need safeties. I think he's kind of in the same boat with uh, Mark Jackson, just as far as they've probably given him plenty of opportunities and they just like other guys. And I mean, that sucks, sucks for him, but Justin that, Royals did get thrown out there more tonight. I mean, sure. he got yes. more of an opportunity. He That's did. notable. Isn't that kind of what everybody wanted though? When you hire a new defense coordinator to try different things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't just keep throwing. I mean, Parnell Motley is probably the one guy that a lot of people were like, get him out of there that they kept and he's actually playing at a pretty high level. I mean, is there anybody else like that? Uh, I mean, probably Kenneth Murray. Is Murray in that? Well, are you? Are we just talking about he's uh, defensive backs? Yeah, just on just at, uh, in any position on offense, but defensively especially. But yeah, I mean, there was a time when everybody thought Deshaun White, if he was given the proper chance, would beat out Kenneth Murray. 
that was a widely tossed about theory. Yeah. Probably even... I think I even agree with as, as the spring, <laughs> we were talking about that. But, I mean, tonight wasn't his game. It just wasn't made for him tonight. UCLA's got a really good running back, even though they suck. That'll be a... He could have a big game next week. And they only lose by 50? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, he'll look impressive while they're kicking their ass. He looked good against them last year. Remember, he had that goose egg in the first game yeah. against the Bruins. He was sensational. Um, it's going to be interesting going out to UCLA because I've been out there several times. Even in 2005, it was a pretty decent crowd. I mean, it wasn't full. It's 100,000 people. But it was, a you know, UCLA just beat the crap out of OU. It was a horrible game by them. That was when... I think I told you guys this before. It's the only time I ever remember Bob Stoops criticizing his offensive coordinator after a game. Because he came out of that game and he said, we've got to... He basically said, we, we have to come up with a way to throw the football effectively. And it was just a mess. It was ugly. But what we're going to see this weekend, I don't think I'm prepared for it. Because I've been to Rose Bowls there. I've been to a home game that was pretty decently attended. Not this one. It's going to be a ghost. <laughs> By the way, tonight going to the game, I don't know, Eddie, did, did you feel like, I mean, you're dragging a lot of equipment. I didn't feel like it was as nasty as it was last week. Like weather-wise? Yeah. No, The not humidity at all. wasn't not at all. there. It was, it was hot. A little bit of a breeze. I mean, it was very, very hot. Don't get me wrong. but And especially during the afternoon period. <laughs> but when the sun went down, it was kind of pleasant. Yeah. Last week was it was just a swamp. which I think it was I, awful. we probably all on the radio have scared people away because and let's face it, we're all sick of the freaking heat. I don't want to, I don't want to be anymore. We're sick of the heat. Like people are sick of the heat. I understand why people didn't want to go sitting out. It just wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be tonight. It was it was almost pleasant. I actually thought the crowd stayed longer. I think some of those they people stayed longer wanted to see but, the young kids. Yeah, but they also cleared out really fast at the end. There you go. Like by the time I left, there there were maybe four or five people tailgating or cleaning up their tailgates. But the cops were just like, "Okay, let's get out of here." Right, yeah, we're good. Didn't have to worry about the train. No train crash in the time. middle of Norman. Thank God. That was terrible. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting going to UCLA just because it's a fun place to go. It's a great place. I mean, the setting there is fantastic. If you're on the fence, like, should I go? Go. Go. You, I'm never going to tell you not to go to Los Angeles. Go to the Rose Bowl. It is fantastic. Even if it's half empty, it's one of the great cathedrals of college football. It's amazing. Now, it's not going to compare to the college football playoff when we saw OU and Georgia play. That pageantry will not be there, but it's cool. It's a cool place to watch a football game. I just can't believe that UCLA is so bad. And I guess I shouldn't I shouldn't be surprised, right? Like there's no reason to be surprised. Who did uh um Chris Wilson's kid end up with? Cardinals, right? Was the yeah, it is the Cardinals, isn't it? He was the last pick of the draft. Yeah. Right? Like that might be the last good player they had on their team. I mean, like I said, their running back's really good, but their quarterback is terrible. I mean, like, he makes terrible decisions. And they lost Jalen Phillips to the portal, Miami, after he retired, quote-unquote. And remember all that speed they had, on even on defense, when they came here last year? 
It, I mean, you're right. How are they so bad? It just make, it makes you think that Chip Kelly's probably lost that team. <laughs> Two weeks into the season? God. <laughs> it's Chip Kelly. I think it's possible. Uh, well, I mean, do you remember what's that uh, Twitter handle that says they uh, post anonymous oh, inside yeah. info from locker rooms? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't seen this. It, it was like it was one of those. Well, everybody hates him. Everybody absolutely hates Chip Kelly. Yeah, that's right. I, okay, I think I kind of remember that. So anyway, uh, Texas did lose to LSU. Um, in terms of recruiting, the way Texas losing, the Aggies getting pounded. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, oh, you dodged a bullet, but that was probably best case scenario in terms of those teams riding a wave of momentum with good performances. Because Texas didn't want a moral victory. That was not what tonight was about. Yeah. They wanted to win. Because the they're Ag- back. And the, the Aggies didn't play up to a moral victory status. They had the touchdown last five seconds to make it by two scores. I would say this. Texas, they're still squarely in the national you know playoff yes. talk hunt. Yes. I don't think A and M is. I mean, no, they're. I mean, their schedule won't even allow them to. Yeah, and that's really all Clemson had to do. I know their big game is supposed to get Syracuse next week, and Maryland put up. Do what, they sixty three? Yeah, on Syracuse. Do they play North Carolina, Clemson? I guess they would in the championship, or are they in the same division? Mac they, Mac is two. I think they played Carolina in the championship before, so they. They're not in the same. It, I mean, Texas. I think, I'm not looking to score, but Texas Tech won easily today against UTEP, right? Like mm-hmm. 38 nothing or something. Yeah, something like that. What was the final score of Oklahoma State's game? Don't know. A lot to a little. I'm it sure. It was bad. Kansas Coastal, State beat the shit out of uh, Kansas State Bowling Green. Bowling was, Green. Kansas State looked really good. Coastal today. Carolina beat Kansas. That's just embarrassing. I mean, I really want to see. I I probably leave the pod and go watch Les Miles post game press conference. I mean, that's just. There's nothing else you can say. That's just embarrassing. Scored seven points against Coastal Carolina. But it's still Kansas. I mean, did we? I mean, like, did we really expect that Les Miles was going to work miracles this year? You can't lose to Coastal Carolina unless. I mean, there's no, there's no excuse. Seven points. (laughs) It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to even be associated with that school. As a fringe member of the Big 12 who works for a website that covers a school in the Big 12. Yeah, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that they're a, they're a part of this. Maybe you should uh maybe you should fire off some late night tweets to Bob Bowlesby. If they didn't kick Baylor out for systematic rape culture, <laughs> they're not kicking Kansas out for a bad football team. I know, you and I have to be careful cuz Jeff Capel has blocked us and we don't know why. What the what the hell, coach? <laughs> I was like I was one of your prominent supporters. <laughs> Even through the Tommy Mason Griffin and Tiny Gallon days, the hell you were a student? Were you a student the entire time he was yeah. coaching here? Okay. Yes, did some of his games on ESPN, right? <laughs> yes. What a son of a I bitch! I wonder if you're blocked just because you work for me. I don't know. You th- you're thinking like maybe you did something, Ooh. and he just we just got a company wide guilt by association. Like but you're not blocked, Bob. I'm pointing. Well, to he's, you. he's been out of. T- he's he's probably been gone, so he doesn't know. Exactly. He didn't know I was with Scoop now. So you're. Blocked. I'm gonna I'm gonna start tagging you and everything that we do, <laughs> or tagging you and Capel. <laughs> but he's blocked you. He will never see that. Oh, that's true. Oh no. You need to get him to tag you and Jeff Capel. I'm t- pointing to Bob again. Yep. We could probably do that. Although I don't. Yeah, I guess he would see that then. 
I really thought we'd have a candle in here that we could light for uh, catch tonight. What did, uh, was he very, you know, vocal that Texas would win? I mean, what do you expect? I would imagine so. I don't know, I, to be honest with you. The only thing I saw from that game was the Texas little boy meme that ran crazy. Like the ping? No. Calvin and Hobbes or something? No, no. there was a kid There's in the stands. Boy. It's like a, oh, yeah. he's like the, the, the one that said F, yeah, you know, he's, so he's many times. Swearing and crying. Like with, right next to his parents and everything. Those are the exact surrender. kind of kids that I talk shit to from 2005 <laughs> to 2010 at the Cotton Bowl. Like, go seek those kids out, try and sell them holiday bowl information. Uh, and then and then offer him a wrestling match. Yeah, basically. I do think it's a little funny that Texas got beat. And Josh defended his right to make fun of that kid because he has kids. Oh, that's what you you have to have kids to be able to <laughs> That's interesting. Well, if you have put in a lot of work to raise kids and that's how they act, I think you should be able to comment at least. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. That means Eddie and I really can't, but we'll leave it up to you bastards with children. All right, uh, so that's going to do it for this edition of the Eskridge Lexus uh, post-game podcast. Unless you guys have any final words you want to impart onto the fine listeners. I said that I wanted to bring something up, and now I can't remember what it was. It's a good thing you have a radio show on Monday morning. You can do it then. I'm just glad that I'll be there because I was about to jump off the top of the press box tonight when I couldn't find the SD card for the uh Yeah, Eddie had a rough night tonight. It was so bad, and the information that was coming out was so bad. It literally almost, I almost had to say, I'm done with my post-game show and start figuring I mean, out that's, what to do. That's the closest, A, I've come to almost crying in the press box, and B, just it blew my mind that I couldn't find because the card. Because you thought you lost all your game film. The entire game. Yeah. And I just, I'm looking at it now, and it's so beautiful. It'll all be up in the morning on Soonerscoop.com. Uh, and also, Josh was in Atlanta uh, seeing Brock Vandegrift. He was a curse. He was the last person that will ever see Brock Vandergriff this well, season. Just, yeah, just this season. Yeah, actually, or do we know for? A, I mean, for a fact, is yes. that a six week? I, well, mean, a, I mean, a full season. What was it? A the, broken tibular fibula. That's why I, I couldn't remember. I can't believe which he one. played on, the on it. Uh, yeah, then he played. Three we'll have all the. We'll have all those highlights up tomorrow too on Sooner Scoop. If you if Eddie survives, no, I'm going to survive now. Okay. Now that I got everything. So, yeah, keep checking out the website. Uh, we got more stuff coming next week. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything outstanding. And, and obviously, heading out to UCLA, uh, to, and we'll have the podcast just like always. Our first podcast from the road coming up next week, uh, thanks to uh, Eskridge Lexus. So, thanks to Bob. Thanks to Eddie. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. Uh, Sooners win at 70-14, to 14, and they now move on to UCLA. They're 2-0. and trying to move on to 3-0 next week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time right back here on the Eskridge Lexus postgame podcast from Soonerscoop.com.